welcome to episode two episode of two Thursday's of True and Trivial Talk with Matt and McGinty. The other guy. The other guy. No, I'm just wow. kidding, dude. I don't even have a- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm we're so glad you were with... No, no, you're, you're a good guy. All right. We're glad you're with us. Glad you're hanging with us here on Thursdays. Let me tell you what we have in store for you today. Daniel, it's a good show. It's a good it's show. Good. You sure about yeah, that? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I want a little more confidence for you. All so right. Yeah, no, no, I got this. I got this. So, first of all, we are going to do a Would You Rather Quarantine Edition. So, Ooh, we're, we're going to play some Would You Rather. Yeah, yeah. Pretty so, serious. Yeah, it's going to be good. We're going to do some Would You Rather. Then we'll uh, look at some uh, some stuff Christians like. Do you, are you familiar with stuff Christians like? Yeah, you know? John Acuff. He's yes, the best, man. Yes, yeah, So, we're going to have some fun with that. But we're also going to look at five ways that churches will have uh, changed one year from now. So wow. an article that we're going to be talking through this this morning, this afternoon, whatever this whenever you're listening. I mean, just kind of depends. But Hey, you're going to be listening to this on your drive home <laughs> while you're doing dishes at night, yeah, whatever yeah. Uh, mundane thing. Or we'll watching. Like, that's even more intense. Hey, we're actually taking the time to videotape this. Yeah. So yeah, watching it would be cool, too. <laughs> well, cool, man. Hey, so how's your week been? How's my week been? Man, it's been... It's been a little bit on the busy side. Yeah. As you know, I'm preaching this Sunday, so I'm preaching. stoked about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the gospel. I know a little preview there for you. I yeah. know church is talking about the gospel. That seems like kind of a crazy thing, but we're going <laughs> to take a deep dive, and I'm actually really, really, really stoked. Good, really man. stoked about it. So you want to talk through any of your, uh, like your illustrations beforehand? No, I or? am not going to give no. anything away. you got to show okay. up on Sunday to hear it and watch it on our live stream if All you right. want to watch it. So. All right. Uh, All right. But we, I will say this, like this week has been really cool to watch my four-year-old learning how to read. Like, yeah, he kind of surprised us. Like he's four and he's starting to read already. In fact, we asked him like, how do you spell cat? And he said C-A-T. Like, what? Uh, okay. Like that's, you're four. Well done. That's you know? awesome, man. The homeschooling thing is working. Kudos to my wife, who's an amazing teacher. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I think we're all homeschooling right now. I know we're all right. in the homeschool boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not going to talk about that here in just a second with uh, the "Would you rather?" But for real, man, this. Uh, what do you think about this weather? Nice. I'm digging it. My parents live up in Denver, and they got snow. I just yeah, we got our snow's kind of wet here. I, I'm just, I'm stoked about getting to wear a long sleeve shirt today. Yeah, it's cool outside. Of course, by the time people hear this, it may be like back to hot. But for nice. today. It feels it's good. Nice. Yeah. yeah. The air conditioning is actually broken up here, and it feels good still. Yeah. So we'll yeah. take it. Well, cool, man. Well, hey, let's jump into this. Let's talk through some would you rather. So you know would you rather. It's it's basically you're given two choices that you got to figure out, okay, would I rather do this or would I rather do that? And um, quarantine edition, I know we're no, no longer quarantined, um, you know. Who knows? Could come again, but some people are still around the country. You know, they're still they're still kind of in their house and and dealing with this. So we're I think now that we're a little bit further, we can uh, look back and we can maybe laugh at some of these things. Hopefully, Hopefully. laugh at these things. Let's go with that. Right? <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Sounds I'm going to ask the first "Would you rather" question. Of course, as you listen to this, think about what you would be doing. All right. So here's the first question. All right. Would you rather be stuck in one room with your family for a week? Or stuck in a room by yourself without your phone for a week. Oh, I think there's a positive yeah. and a negative in there. <laughs> How about you, man? How would you answer that? Oh, okay. You're just gonna throw it back to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So I, I gotta say, I I would rather be stuck in a, one room with my family for the week, um, even though that's. You know that can be safe answer, man. Wait, wait. No, no, that could be true. It, it can be trying at times. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll admit that, but uh, I can't imagine being stuck in my room, um, 
not being able to come out for a week. I kind of know what that's like because our our family went through some weird sickness, which wasn't actually COVID, by the way. We all got the test. And I quarantined with my other sick child in a room for like two to three days. But you had a phone. But I had a phone. Yeah. So even with the phone, (laughs) it was kind of rough. And I had my daughter in there, but she was just wiped out. Um, But yeah, I I definitely think, you know, our phones are a place of work for us. Yeah. You know, I manage all our social media and emails and stuff. So it'd kind of be nice to take a break from it and just kind of decompress. Not getting to listen to your favorite podcast might be kind of a challenge. Uh, With the assumption that this is their favorite. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Huge assumption. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, spend some QT with the family, learn to do some things would be could be fun without some distractions and whatnot. So as long as we don't kill each other, turn into a cage match. So you kind of really didn't give an answer. You get you my said answer uh, you said I, both. No, my kind answer of. would be to be stuck in my room with my family, too. So okay. I, I'd go with that. I know it seems like a safe <laughs> answer, but honestly, I think that's what I would do. All right. You got another question. All right. So... How about this one? Would you rather be stuck inside with TV but no bathroom Ooh. or stuck outside with an outhouse but no TV? Gosh. <laughs> that I'm going to go. <laughs> You're kind of a nature guy. I would think I you'd know. choose I, I would the definitely, outhouse. I definitely would go. Actually, I'd rather be stuck inside with the TV but no bathroom. <laughs> I would make it work. I would find a way to make <laughs> I would find a way. Like a, open a window or something. Do and, something. You know, yeah. Is it? But what I want to know is the length of time. Is it for a day, a week, or because I remember doing a, a bathroom reno once, and let's say a week, a week, yeah, a week without a bathroom, it doesn't specify in the question. So let's yeah. just say it's a day. Okay, we'll say it's a day. Let's just say it's a day. You know, I could go a day without you know having proper facilities if I had to get creative. But yeah, I know. I would say that too. Without I- a TV, well, hold on. I, I guess I'm saying I can't go one day without a TV. <laughs> so let's say it's a week. You know? Well, I would say, okay, so I, being outside is awesome. Would love to do that. But, I mean, you want to be able to go inside and not stay outside all the time. And we so, won't get into particulars of this. Yeah. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll spare you that. Maybe we seem to move on from this one. But <laughs> what about you? Think about this question. What would you rather do? Be stuck inside with TV and For no bathroom or suck outside with an outhouse and no TV? All yeah. right. Make sure to use a uh, rent honey bucket. You know, that's always, <laughs> I love that name for a company. Just so great. All right. Okay. Let's All give right. us give us another one. Third question: Would you rather be out of toilet paper or out of toothpaste? Oh, yeah. No, I I would have to say um, I would rather be out of toilet paper because really. Well, I mean, come on. Other you can use other things to like to substitute, but like toothpaste. This like, is true. There, there's like a there's nastiness going on in your mouth. So you, <laughs> there's nastiness you, going on the other end too. Well, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, you gotta have toothpaste to help kind of make your breath smell good. Yeah, you know, and true, and feel like you know. You guys do what they did in the olden days: just get charcoal and uh, yeah, and uh, or chew on mint leaves or chew something. on mint leaves. There you go. If you have yeah. a mint plant rocking in your house, I think you have one right behind you. No, no, no. This is oh, just totally fig tree. Yeah, the dust collectors with berries. Okay. <laughs> Straight out of the nineties. Way to draw attention to the awful tree. <laughs> try to hide. Um, um, okay, go ahead. You didn't. So answer. I had the next question. Or did you do? Did, did you, you answer that one? I didn't answer. I would have to say, man, like you said, I th- your point is, as other substitutes for toilet paper. You know, in our house we have tons of baby wipes because we have kids, and baby wipes are in like every corner of the house. So there you go. It's a pretty good substitute. But you're not supposed to flush those. And that's, well, you don't have to flush them, but you can dispose of them in other ways. Yeah, that's true. Um, again, we will spare you the details. But, yeah, I think I'd have to say I'd rather go without toilet paper. Um, but as a, am answering that as a dude, you know. <laughs> um, 
you ladies out there might respond a little bit differently. We won't get into that, but toothpaste, I think our wives will definitely appreciate I, us having toothpaste. I kind of feel like we've ride. already crossed some lines here. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Let's move on to the next This is supposed question. to be a family show. And, this is a family and, show. And like we're going potty humor. Uh, All right. So let's, hey, our kids will love you, this. For the record, Matt <laughs> came up with these questions. I did not. So I fully will throw him under the bus All for right. that. Okay, do it. Do it. <laughs> All right. So okay. I got the next question. Here we go. Yeah. Would you rather live off canned meats or canned vegetables? Mm. Like that's your only food or like if you have to have a canned item, would you rather have a canned item or a canned vegetable as a canned food? Yeah, I mean, I I love vegetables, but I think I'd have to say canned meat. If you uh, could live off of it. Like uh, I mean, dude, chicken in a can, Google that sucker. That is nasty. <laughs> We're not talking about like chicken of the sea tuna in a can. We're talking like a whole chicken in a can so uh, on chopped once. Or spam. Spam. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah, I, I probably would say canned meat. If that's your only, if you can, because I, I there's like no other meat eater, so I, I yeah, we yeah. gotta have protein. What about you? What would you? Say? I would definitely say if the if there's no other foods with these canned items, like if, if all I'm eating is from a can, that's it. I would have to say canned protein, canned meat, just because you can't live off of vegetables. Yeah, you know, unless I get to hunt and forage or something, that is just not going to be. Or unless you're vegetarian, vegetarian, no, or you gotta have protein. I mean, yeah. I guess you have canned, what is there vegetables with protein in them? Beans? They don't, are they, do legumes count as vegetables? I don't know. We should ask our wives. I don't know. Okay. You get the next one. Next one. Here we go. Would you rather have good internet but no access to any streaming platform or garbage internet but access to every movie made before 2015 in hard copy? Going mm. back to like Blockbuster. Dude. <laughs> Blockbuster. Every yeah. movie made before 2015. Yeah. So nothing recent. Yes. Um, so you got the answer first. Man. See, the internet just brings so many more things to you as well besides movies. So if you don't have internet, then you don't have like anything. You can't download yeah. or stream your favorite podcast. Yeah. You know, you can't do that. So that'd be pretty challenging. Shameless plug. Uh, you know, I will shameless plug all <laughs> day long, you know? Yeah. Um, man, I'd have to say, because you just can't sit around and watch movies all day. Yeah. But you can like look at funny cat pictures all day. You, you could. Know? You could. You could totally do that. Yeah. Or so I would say- go. Screen yeah, I'd rather songs, have yeah. good internet, uh, but no streaming platform. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I'd say that too. I think I'd go with you there I, you, for the reasons you just mentioned. Yeah. So yeah, way to yeah. copy my answer, man. You're cribbing <laughs> off my sheet here. No, I mean you said what I was thinking. Okay, That's I good. Guess great minds think alike, right? Yes. All right. Uh, next, this is our last question. All right, you ready for this? Yeah. Last, would you rather question? Would you rather have a five-hour Zoom call? With extended family, mm-hmm. video mic on, or have extended family stay with you for five days. Whoa. Five days. Man. Now, this extended family, is this in-laws or like <laughs> your side of the family? Yeah, whatever you want to, yeah, whatever you want to put there. Safe um, answer. <laughs> well, I mean, because that can be different things for different yeah, people. Like, they're thinking, well, if it's my family, sure. If it's his family, I don't know. So, uh, I would say probably... For me, I would go with a five-hour Zoom call with uh, extended family. Video and mic has to be on the whole time. But yeah, I'd probably say the five-hour Zoom call. But the five hours is one and done. Like That's you right. Like you just you just push through it. Yeah. And I think I'd probably have to say the same thing. I love my parents. I love my in-laws. And you know, five days actually wouldn't be that bad. 
but it's a lot of work to host. Yeah. And especially right now, like yeah. we haven't had anybody over to our house since this whole COVID stuff hit yeah. the fan. Like yeah. we haven't. Um, and so, you know, we would be probably a little more anxious and on edge with thinking about what things we need to clean and who touched what. Um, so I'd definitely say the five hour Zoom call because you could like totally fake paying attention to, <laughs> you know, like if I was a kid and like maybe I shouldn't even give this idea, but like if I was a kid in high school right now and you are doing five or six hours of Zoom every day on school, you know what I would do? I would take a screenshot of me paying attention or even just a video of me paying attention on Zoom and I would sit there as my virtual background and just walk away or just do something else off screen off the camera if and any of my students are listening to this <laughs> ignore this saying, guy i know how i would game the system on this <laughs> and they would no one would be the wiser you know it's like that video feed loop on like security stuff and how people hack in anyway yeah um don't do that don't do that i know it's a great students, idea <laughs> don't do it's it it's not honest it's almost as bad as calvin and hobbs when he would take the ping pong balls cut them in half and he, he would draw a little black dot and just stick the ping pong balls in his eyes. And that way it looked like he was paying like rapt attention in class. Oh, uh, Miss Calvin Hobbs. Such a great cartoon. All we right. We should do a whole segment on Calvin Hobbs. We should. Okay. But, like, but not today. The audio doesn't really translate. Yeah, no. It's so visual. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that was good. Hopefully, you guys had some fun thinking through how you would answer that. I would, lo- I would love to hear some of your feedback. Seriously. I would love for you guys to tell us, like, in, on some of the scenarios, what would you do? And uh, I'm just curious. In fact, one of the things you can do if you, when we post this on Facebook or YouTube, leave a comment about what, yeah. how do you respond to some of these. In fact, one of the cool things you can also do is on Anchor, there's a way for you to leave an audio message for us. Like if you go to our oh, Anchor cool. website, which will post that on the different po- uh, places where we put the podcast and whatnot, you can actually leave us an audio message. And who knows, maybe if we like upgrade our tech and set up a little more, we can actually include those messages in our podcast. So wow. give that a whirl. And uh, we'll try and make it happen. No that'd promises, like, but that'd be so 2020. I know we would actually need to get a soundboard for that. Yeah, right now we're we're scaling it. Yeah, we're scaling let's, it. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. All right, all right. Hey, so next up, what we're gonna do? We're gonna shift gears a little bit here, and uh, actually a lot. Uh, well, I mean, we are talking about still about um, just you know life mm-hmm. uh, during COVID, um, but. We uh we saw an article this week by uh, Tom Rainer that we want to talk about, and uh, this article is entitled Five Ways Churches Will Have Changed One Year From Now." Oh and man, wow! If, if you can go back and think to 2019, um, man, back at this time last year, if you would have told me that we would be uh, doing virtual church and all the things that we've been doing with Zoom, I would have said you're crazy. There's no way that's going to happen. Wearing masks to church, um, but here we are. Real. Here we are, and uh, COVID has has uh, changed so much, changed everything, and so uh, the church has changed as well. But true. looking forward to twenty twenty one. I mean, unless unless Christ comes back for us, you know, assuming that we're still here this time next year, how will church look different? And so this article um, actually uh, gives gives some great insight into that. So we're going to uh, talk through that some and uh, share that with you. So, and I would uh, say too. I don't think church has changed. The core of church, I think how we do church sure. has changed. Sure. You yeah. know, we're still Christ followers. We're still that Christ is still the head of the church and the Holy Spirit is still enabling us and connecting us through all this. Mm-hmm. But the particulars like our orthopraxy as you would say hasn't changed. The way we practice our our doctrines and beliefs mm-hmm. and how we do church is has had the change and necessity. Yeah. You know. Um, so this article, and t- for the record, for those of you who don't know who Tom Rainer is, isn't he? Is he the CEO for Lifeway still? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the so. CEO for Lifeway, and he has 
excellent, excellent content for churches. He does consulting for churches that are struggling, that need help to figure out how to do things, how to change, how to move forward. Uh, and so he's just an excellent source uh, for just how to do church stuff. And he's just a really, just a wise dude. Yeah. Um, so the first question, uh, the first thing on this list here that we have, one of the first things that how churches will change uh, one year from now, he says this, at least 20% of those who attended before the pandemic will not return to church. Wow. 20%. Yeah. So if, you know, on a normal Sunday, if you had a thousand people coming on a Sunday morning, you're only going to have 800 coming yeah. from here on out. Yeah. I, th- I think. And a uh, thousand is a big church. Let's be for the record for that. A thousand people is, a, is considered a large church. Like we don't rock a thousand people on a Sunday morning. Right. Uh, even pre, you know, pre COVID. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and I think uh, understanding that in that number is people who may have just just checked out, you know, because they're they're not here physically, or people that are uh, still maybe live streaming or watching but aren't here physically. Um, but you know, that live stream thing will continue to do that. But that's mm. that's really kind of the new normal where we'll be doing that and have to do that uh, yeah. for people that maybe still don't feel safe coming, or you know, maybe just prefer that, prefer that option. And the vast so. majority of the that 20% they found were not people, they're just never going to come back mm-hmm. for whatever reason, go back to any church. And uh, and some of them will just stay online only for the foreseeable future. Yeah. For years or a year or a month, we don't know. Yeah. So that's a huge chunk of attendees. Matt, why do you think that's happening? Why do you think that's going to be the case? And I think that um, I think that just in this world that it's uh, it's it's hard to um, it's hard to 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 really uh... right. <laughs> I'm tapping Matt's foot here because he keeps getting further away from the microphone. We're trying to learn how to do this podcast thing, and Matt's tendencies want to lean back from the mic, and so I'm tapping his foot, say, "Hey, dude." You're getting further away from we're, the microphone. We're going to put all that in the podcast? Yeah, it's all in the podcast. We can right. keep it real. You know, we let people behind the window, okay. behind the, the curtains. That you're playing footsies with me. I am here. not playing footsies with you. It's just my say. Dude, this is serious, man. I know it's Come serious. On. All right. Gear shift. Yeah. Change the face. All right. So what were you saying, bro? Yeah. So I think that, um, you know, because of just the the way that we're having to do church right now, because we're the Zoom thing, It's and it, it does make... A lot of people uncomfortable, and it is because they're having to do school, because they're having to do meetings. I mean, and it's, it's like Zoom burnout, Zoom burnout for yeah. sure, for sure. Deal. And so, uh, I think that that is uh, that's one big factor that you know, if this is how I, how we have to do church, or we have to wear masks. Um, and I know there's a there's people out there who you know, no one likes to wear masks. We get no, that, yeah, you know? yeah. But it, you know, you maybe you feel like. Um, it takes away from my freedom to be able to come to church and have mm-hmm. to wear a mask. So I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And so I think this has been a divisive issue and people no are kind of all over the, uh, all over the spectrum here. And we have, we've got to give grace to each other. Although it's, it's hard. It's hard because we, we want, we want things to be the way they used to be. We want us all to be back together and all in right. one place. And so I would yeah. say too, I think, you know, we want to be, we don't want to be judgmental about this. There's, yeah. If you're in that boat where you kind of go, you know, I haven't gone to church since things started in person. I've really kind of checked out of the live stream stuff and the Zoom stuff. I want to let you know right now, like, you're missing out. 
Yeah. And but I also want you to know you're not we're not judging you either. We get that church when it's out of sight, it can be out of mind too. Yeah. And we've seen that happen a lot. Yeah. And it, that's how we just think as human beings. If something's not in front of us or out of our routine and we get used to making a new routine, we just don't think about it anymore. Yeah. And we think our lives are okay without it. We get used yeah. to like surviving without it. Uh another thing that's a big thing is people don't realize how much they need a Christian community. For sure. They've gone for so long without it, they kinda go, Oh, I guess, you know, wasn't that yeah. big of a deal. And it's easier just to, you know, go to watch church than to be the church no and to be a Pajama part of the church. church is way <laughs> easier. I'm not gonna lie. I don't miss the Sunday morning rush of trying to get all four of my kids dressed and yeah. get to church on time. And of course there's an added stress of being a pastor. I gotta get there by a certain time to make sure everything's running well and doing things. Um and it's like, okay, my ability to get to church on time is dependent on a two year old cooperating. <laughs> this this is stressful. Yeah. So I don't miss that Sunday morning rush. And I guess some of you probably don't either, but some things are worth doing regardless of how yeah, difficult they are. For sure. For sure. Well, let's move on to the second one. This tie- definitely ties into it. Um, second prediction he makes is that more pastors will leave vocational ministry over the next 12 months than at any time in recent history. Um, wow. wow. I, let me just uh, let me read a little bit of this. He says, pastors suffer death by a thousand cuts. It's usually not just one or a few factors that push their limits. It's the drip by drip effect mm. of constant criticisms and conflicts they experience. And man, that is that is so true. And, and, and we're not we're not even the lead pastor. No. And um, this is not a cry for help in case you're wondering. Like, no, like no, no. our church members are phenomenal and they're yeah. awesome. They've been really encouraging and supportive through all this. They've had to go through a lot of changes. We've had to change things here and there to adapt yeah. to what's going on. And if you're listening to this and you're a church member at First Baptist Church, Flugerville, you guys rock. Thank you so much. And we appreciate yeah. all the support you've given us. Yeah. But this it's not been easy. Like I have to no. say our staff meetings yeah. are <laughs> a little bit longer than normal each week. because uh, there's just so many things, things to plan yeah. through and think through that this is uncharted territory for us. Well, and you and like we said earlier, you do have so many opinions and as a pastor you want to hear those and you want to take those to heart, mm. but you know, you you can't please everyone. And so we can't forget too that that pastors are dealing with this just like everyone else is. They're having to adjust to life in their own person their On own a personal scale life. too. Yeah. So they're adjusting to the changes in their personal life, but also trying to help the church navigate that. So that's a lot of pressure and a lot it's 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 caused people to already pull out of ministry, but in the next twelve months it could be even more. Um so that's sad. That's real sad. Uh, all right. The third that. one he brings up is churches will move to a new emphasis on conversion growth. This is a really actually an incredibly positive thing that's coming out of all this COVID mess. And yeah. um, if we're being honest, a lot of most church growth is what we call lateral church growth or um, <laughs> horizontal growth, where essentially people move into the area from a different town and they yeah. check out your church or they say, I don't like the church I'm going to, so they go to your church. Sure. And so it just becomes around shuffling around Christians. And in America, in this country, we're really guilty of this. Yeah. You know, we're in many ways we're super saturated with churches. Like if you yeah. go to other countries, you know, I grew up in Japan and if you're church planning in Japan, like there may be one church in a radius of hundreds of miles or over there kilometers. Um and if you want to plant a church in another area, you talk to the other church. If there's one there, you say, hey, we don't want to overlap seven your toes. We want to reach as many people as possible. And so you coordinate on that kind of stuff. But we can go down a street here, and there'll be, you know, 
five churches in a one mile radius. Yeah. You know? Um, and so we're definitely. So it's a, kind of a refocus on uh, the Great Commission and yeah. what, what matters. And, and yeah, well, that kind of goes into the, the next point, too, uh, that he makes. Um, churches will. Hold on, I want to kind of camp on this just for a second. Oh, yeah. Okay. Move to the next one. And so I guess what you, you might be asking, what does that mean for me as I'm a part of a church? I would encourage you, if you're on social media or whatnot, share the gospel. Share about what you love about the church you go yeah. to. Share about how you're excited about where things are going and encourage people out there. You can share the good news, a little sermon teaser there, uh, wherever you're at. Yeah. And I would encourage you to be more bold than ever and encourage people to go to church. And it's easy to watch online, too. You know, you say, hey, check out our live stream yeah. Sunday morning. They can take it or leave it pretty easily. Right. The the, the benefits and the issues with live streaming your service is that, one, it's, it's really easy to access, but it's also really easy to ignore. Yeah. Um, but focusing on the easy to access and watch is a, a huge benefit. So I want to encourage you all, I mean, whatever church you go to, Take the opportunities to promote your church's live stream and get the word out there about things. Be a part of the Great Commission and um, really just be mindful of that more than ever. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, a, it's a great time to share hope, even though it, it sometimes it feels like, ah, there's not much hope out there. And there is. I mean, there the fact that God's still on his throne and and um you know he is with us in the midst of all this and um he's 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 at work. And for, for the sure. record, that's a little teaser for Matt's sermon two weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we're But that's all I got. Plugs. That's all I got so far. Um Hope. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh so let's let's move on to uh our fourth one. Uh, churches will start more churches, many of them as micro churches, and so this is very New Testament. Like this is, no doubt. Um, you know, rather than looking to build this massive church, uh, this massive church number where you have hundreds or thousands, seeing these micro churches of, of pockets of people where you know they are um, they're they're planting new churches and baby churches, and you know our church has been great to. To, to help out and still continues to yeah. to um, support uh, several small churches in the area, um, but that's that's New Testament. I used to see that and think, why are we? You know, why why do churches do that? We should be trying to to build up as many as we can yeah. here. But um, but you you want the church to be spread out. You you don't want necessarily everybody coming to to one particular place, but you want people in the community being the church and yeah. and. Um, you it's know, more efficient in many ways too. Yeah, you know, the other day we were having our um, our bug. It was the first time in like months that we had our house sprayed for bugs, and we get usually you have treatment every couple month, every yeah. couple months or so. And the guy came in there, was just a really cool guy, really friendly, just did an awesome job. Started talking to him. I had this sense, like, dude, this guy kind of feels like a pastor to me. And, like he just had that like pastor vibe, super friendly and yeah. whatnot. And I just asked him what he's up to, and, he, and I, I mentioned to him that I'm a pastor at a local church. And he's like, oh yeah, cool. I'm. I'm actually uh, like a part-time pastor at a church down in East Austin. And I was like, no way, that's awesome. It's like, yeah. I was like, how are you guys handling all this? And it's like, it's been pretty challenging. You know, trying to do all our live stream stuff has been really tough. And yeah. I said, well, if you need some support, need some help, give us a call. Because I know our senior pastor, Steve Washburn, has got a huge heart to help churches that are smaller than us and to really be a, a support structure for them and with resources mm-hmm. and just attention and mentorship and whatever we can do. And again, we're not a huge church, but, you know, we're not, you know, rocking 50 on a Sunday morning. Yeah. And the majority of churches in this country are about 50 to 100 people. Yeah. 
And those are the ones really struggling to figure out these changes. Right. Um, and so home churches starts to make a lot of sense for bigger churches and empowering people to start these little micro churches in places in their community where people also feel safer to do a smaller group mm-hmm. that people are closer to than maybe just going to big crowds yeah. and whatnot. And so it's good. Um, it, I'd be kind of curious to see how that plays out. Yeah. I know some bigger churches, the way they've been dealing with this is really being very active in starting home churches. Yeah. And that's a big card that they're playing um, and encouraging church members to actually meet with each other to watch the live stream, like getting together with several other different families to watch the live stream from someone's home. Yeah. Which I think is a really cool idea and something we might even explore as well. Uh, if you feel comfortable with another fam- a couple of the families getting together to watch the live stream, go for it. I think that's a great way to worship together. That way you don't feel quite as weird, you know, standing up in your living room or not standing up in your living room, uh, <laughs> worshiping or raising your hands or whatever. Uh, but I'll be curious to see how that goes. Yeah. All right. The last one in this article that we're going to be looking at is this uh, two movements will grow rapidly church adoption and church fostering all right matt mm-hmm. unpack this for us a little bit what does that mean well you kind of unpacked it for me uh <laughs> get a little bit so you're thunder i guess <laughs> no it, looking at the, uh, the what this here. means is is these larger churches that are um, a little more established are coming alongside mm-hmm. these these baby churches these younger churches and and um adopting them and, and helping them to um, help encourage the pastors, but also help to encourage them to put some some things in place, and and you know, mm. just giving giving guidance and uh, maybe even resources uh, to be able to help these churches um, survive this time and to and to be able to just to continue. And so, I think reading this article too, one of the things it mentions is that you know churches that are without a pastor. Mm. Um, Bigger churches might offer leadership for them and mm-hmm. help them uh, through this difficult time. They don't have anybody to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be churches, too, that are going to be suffering financially in some significant ways, and they might get adopted and absorbed into some larger churches. They'll say, hey, listen, we are like-minded enough. Uh, why don't you become part of the blah, blah, blah church family, Yeah, and uh, we'll support you and keep them on their feet. Yeah, And we've seen that happen before. I've seen that happen with several churches, actually. Um, that you don't want to call it like corporate church gobbling up, but the bottom line is some churches have the resources and staff to really help some of these smaller churches do more than just survive, but to start thriving. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and it's hard during that transition for the small churches to still maintain their identity. That's one of the trickiest things to do. These sort are of church mergers that I've seen happen is how do you still maintain your unique identity and what really matters most? Hmm. And it's hard to let go of, well, this is who we are, and get latched onto particulars and lose sight of sort of the, the Great Commission. Like, the kingdom. Why, yeah. yeah. Lose sight of the, the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. What is the purpose for your church existing in the first place? Is it to maintain traditions or the way, particular way you like doing things? Or is it to reach people, to be part of the rescue mission? Yeah. And it, it takes a huge swallowing of pride in many ways, and I, I can't imagine. It's going to be pretty challenging and difficult. Sure, yeah, and that's one of the the struggles as as a pastor, as a as a youth pastor, um, in remembering that we are we are leading the not just the the church, but the big C church as well. Like we're a part of a mm-hmm. bigger thing. So, like when you have when you have church members who maybe go to another church, or you know, for these smaller pastors, maybe their people are, are going to a church that's. I mean, you can take that personally, or you can say, hey, you know, it's 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 still part of the kingdom, you know, yeah. and it, they're, they're, they're connected to another church. Um, 
that's that's hard sometimes to to remember, but we're we're all one family. We are no? one big family. Yeah, one big C church. And so. uh all right. Well, that's um man, this is that was a really content-filled article and yeah. I'll try to remember to put the link to that in our video so you can see that as well and have access to read the full article for yourselves. It's really good. Again, Tom Rainer, great great um great dude, a lot of wisdom there. Yeah. And yeah, I just encourage you guys to check it out. For All right, sure. we're gonna take a five second dance break here. I was someone suggested that during our five seconds we should like dance, but I hate to break to you. We're Baptists, yeah. um, and dancing's not really our thing. Even if we're good at it, I I don't know if it would I be mean, our thing. Speak for yourself, dude. I mean, you know, you got some moves. No, but I I don't want to show you up. So hey, I, what's that like flossing thing? Yeah, I can I can do the floss. Okay, yeah. I can it's do it. I'm not going to demonstrate it though. You already did. I did. It wasn't it was that awful. great. No. But maybe just go to the break, okay? <laughs> go to the break. All right. We'll see you in five seconds. Maybe if you want to have a dance break at home, go for it. All right. We are back. Hopefully, you had fun uh, on your little five second dance break and uh, in your car, just uh, doing some car seat dance moves. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, embarrassing your kids. Uh, we are back, and we're going to close things out with a very fun slot that we're going to call Stuff Christians Like. Now, this is we're just totally ripping off of uh, John Acuff. Oh, he, yeah, He's absolutely. a funny guy. We didn't he's, write these. No, we're not that smart. But we wanted to share them with you. No. Uh, John Acuff <laughs> is a really funny, smart guy. In fact, he got to start writing um, advertising and marketing for Chick-fil-A, and he started his own blog. Stuff Christians like, and then he wrote a book yeah. based off it. Now he's he's he tours with Dave Ramsey. Yeah, and he's I've seen him in person, and he's a funny dude. So when he when <laughs> he pokes fun at Christians, understand that he's a Christian himself, and, right? And he's yeah, he gets pretty sarcastic about some things, but he does it lovingly. Like and it's it's <laughs> it's so painfully true and so funny. Yeah, um, but he is he is one of us. One he's part of the Christian body, and a lot of times he pokes at these things because like hey. These things we gotta laugh about ourselves. We gotta sometimes. laugh about I mean, ourselves, we, right? As Christians, we do some funny things, no so. doubt, some really ridiculous things. Too. So this is these things that we're going to share with you. These are some things that he has uh, he has pointed out about doing church online, which you know we're we're doing right now. And uh, yep. again, this is like this whole is that what we're doing the podcast. That's yeah, the like this whole we're doing it. yeah, and this whole theme today has been talking about you know life in COVID times, and mm-hmm. so um, some questions, some some things that. Uh, he puts out there. I, I got to share this. Let me share this first one. Okay, you ready? All right. So he asked this, since we're doing church online now, if I'm watching a sermon online and I open up another window and answer some emails, a window on your computer, if I open up another window on my computer, I answer some emails at the same time, is that a sin? Uh, isn't that the cyber equivalent of doodling in your bulletin? <laughs> or if I have a really big monitor, does that change your answer? Mm. So, I feel like it yeah. is a sin. So, if you're doodling in the Bolton, because when back when we did have Boltons and did feel free handing out pieces of paper to other human beings, hey, I made the Boltons. So if you're doodling in the Bolton, <laughs> actually, you know, if you're doodling in the Bolton, doodling in the Bolton's a little bit different than answering an email because answering an email requires th- a little more thought. Your and, brain switches gears. Yeah, so you're not really listening, but 
It's just a funny question. It, it kind of reminds me of the story uh, Wayne Watson shared. For those of you who don't know, Wayne Watson is his... Wow. Wayne I know. Watson. That's a throwback. I mean, I grew up on his stuff. And, and he anyway, he was a friend of our family's. But he shared this story um, where he said he was leading worship, and there was a lady in the front row who had her hands raised and was like really into it. And all of a sudden, and you, you can't tell by listening, but I'm going to try and describe it. She looked up. So her hands are raised in worship, just really in the feels. And she looks up at her nails and then starts picking her cuticles. And, and checking on them, and then goes back to raising her hands again oh, and worshiping. He was like, "What is wrong with this picture?" And I yeah. thought, kind of feel like that's a gear change. If you're at home and you're worshiping or looking at the sermon, and you said check some emails and do stuff like, your attention is not yeah. where it needs to be. Yeah, but you know, in this in this day and age, we're used to multitasking. True, because you, know, you got. But yeah, so yeah, it's a funny. It's like I tell my kids, "Hey, when we do our devotions at night, this is your time to give God your best attention." Yeah. And your best words. Yeah. So close your dang eyes <laughs> and hold your hands together because I know you're going to want to play with a toy or look around at something distracting. So, yeah. That's anyway, good. don't right, close your eyes watching a live stream. That doesn't, yeah. Unless we're brain, of course. All right, dude. Number two, give it to us. All right. What if the emails are from people? So, this is sort of follow up to the first one. What if the emails are from the people I'm in a Bible study with? Mm. So, technically speaking, I'm practicing participating in fellowship. Mm, yes. I'm not multitasking. We're doing life together? <laughs> <laughs> I love that phrase. We're doing life together. We're doing together. life together. Yeah. Yes. It's uh, like one of those definitely Christianese phrases. Let's just do life together. For sure. <laughs> you know, on our spiritual journey. Yeah, so I I don't know there. I you know, I I guess again, you're you're Answering emails with people that you do life together with, but still, like, do if that you're discussing after the sermon. The ser- but if you're discussing the sermon, okay, well, okay, you know, maybe if, if there's like an email thread and someone's, like, hey, the sermon's going on right now. What did you think of that point? You know, so and so said, oh yeah, and you're discussing it as you're listening. I think, you know, that's interactive, <laughs> right? I mean, it's not however a bad you want to justify it. All but right. if you're just like <laughs> trying to figure out, hey, when are we doing our fellowship next week, and you're sort of doing management stuff for the fellowship group as you're doing the sermon, uh, yeah, it can wait. Okay. Okay. That's how I feel about it. What about this one? Um, So if I'm doing online church, do I have to stand up when the worship leader calls (laughs) us to our feet? If you're my neighbor and you're walking your dog, is it weird seeing me stand up and down in my living room? Yes, it's weird. It is weird. It's super weird. (laughs) It feels like a scene out of a TV show where someone's walking by someone's house and they see you like in the window standing up and standing right down. It's like you're, is he watching a football game or is he, you know, is he cheering for his favorite team or is he. Oh, no, he's doing online church. Yeah, he's doing online church. And the worship leader is saying, hey, this is your time to stand, you know, get in the moment. I'd say um, if, you're, if you're with your family, yeah, you know, encourage them to stand. But if you're watching by yourself, I don't know that I would stand just hey, because— Hey, do whatever the Holy Spirit leads. Yeah, right. As my, my math teacher in high school would say, Mr. Malunga, his favorite phrase was, as the Spirit leads. As like, Spirit Mr. Malunga, leads. what's the answer to question number four? As the spirit leads, <laughs> Mr. Mullinger, I have to go to the bathroom. As the spirit leads, like the every question, leading me to go to the bathroom. Like, the spirits are definitely <laughs> leading me down the hall to the restroom. <laughs> oh, we are moving so far off the rails. Okay, right. number four, man. Number four. This is a question about online church. If I have a bad connection or the wrong version of Flash, or my computer crashes, is it safe to assume that I can blame that? On the devil. Oh, if so, can I put them on notice? <laughs> <laughs> the tech, the tech gremlins. Tech gremlins. I tell you, when yes. we launched our grow groups last Sunday, man, the tech gremlins were out in force. They it was were... like everything was tested, everything yep. was working fine. But yep. no, Sunday morning, it's like, no, yep. not going to work. Yep, yep, they're out there. 
when in doubt, blame Satan if you don't want to absolve any kind of uh, personal responsibility. Well, that's true. And, but he is the prince of the power of the air. So and Wi-Fi you know, he is can, in the air. Yes, he so... can. He can wreak some havoc for sure. Let's go with that one. Okay. All right. Next All right. one. All right. So how long can I pause the sermon and go do chores or answer my <laughs> phone or get into more comfortable socks to wear, etc.? How long can I do that and then come back without it seeming like I've left church? That's a good one. <laughs> I, I feel like what's the equivalent of doing that in person? You know, like yeah. if you're here in church and you're watching the sermon, like what would be an acceptable thing to do in the middle of a sermon? Like to leave the sermon for? Well, it depends. Are you, are you 40 or are you 3? You know, <laughs> you're right. if your kid's not behaving and you have to go to the bathroom the again, okay, yeah. all right. If you know, you got to take care of an emergency phone call or something, yeah. you might go to the foyer and you know, if it's an emergency, but right, comfortable, socks. comfortable socks, more comfortable socks, does I don't not know. seem justified. Okay, like, get ready beforehand, it's not that hard. <laughs> uh, again, judgment free zone, grace, it's all good. We're giving you grace, okay. Yeah, next grace. one, dude. All right, next one. Is there any way, uh, is there any way that you could create a frame around the video player, like a digital frame around the video that has a graphic of someone giving someone else a back massage during church, someone coughing, and Awkward. the heads up of the uh, the tall family? I inevitably manage to sit behind every Sunday so the experience <laughs> will feel more authentic. Yeah. <laughs> It almost reminds me of like Mystery Science Theater 3000 where you watch like an awful movie and you had the little characters commenting at the same time. Like, yeah. Can we do that, Man, technically speaking? You know, church can be so distracting when you got you got all that stuff going on around the you. The tall and, family and, or the person co- doing weird people things. People coughing. <coughs> that's me sometimes. Way to cough I, in the microphone, yeah. man. I'm to I coughed that. away from the mic. We'll fix it in post. No, yeah, that's pretty away. good. That's a good side right. cough in the mic. That's why we have the screen here for so, you know, Matt's. Yes. So can we put a frame around it so that people can feel like they're in church? You want to make it feel authentic. And so, yeah. you know what? You know, if we don't have... The, there's enough distractions at home with needing to take breaks and stuff or kids or whatnot. We will not add any more distractions, <laughs> even in the name of authenticity. Uh, although that would be really, really funny. I might have to put out like a funny video, uh, like with our live stream doing that. Yeah. So, so that people could get a laugh out yeah. of it. Uh, with all my free time that I have. That's right. All right, what about this one? Should I mill about in the foyer of our house with my family <laughs> to recreate the after-church conversations you always have? First of all, most people's foyers, this is really funny. <laughs> like, first of all, most people's foyers in their house aren't big enough to mill about on. Like, it's a place to put your shoes on and get out the door. Uh, but if you have a big foyer, like, hey, go to town, go mill about, it. Yeah, make yeah. it feel real. That's such a, like after church, that's what we do, yeah. right? We just mill about, we talk to people, we want to catch up. We do life doing. together. We do life We yes. do life together. Yes. And what's funny is that milling about now seems to happen a lot more outside. Yeah. Then people can take their masks take their off, masks off. Yeah. then we're comfortable. And uh, of course, in the Texas heat, it's always like, okay, this milling about is going to be shorter. So. Yep. All right, All right. You got the last one. Last one. Here we go. And again, this is, we pulled these from an article. I had several others. This is about only half of them. Uh, so if you want to check out Jonathan Acuff, you can find the full list there for fun. So here's the last one that we want to talk about. Here it is. I usually lose a fair amount of grace I gained in the storm and trying to get out of the church parking lot. <laughs> uh, to recreate that, should I just go sit in my car in the driveway and yell a little? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just you need to burn off some steam, just you know, go to your car and uh, yeah, 
if you got to get some yells out, go for yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah, I think I wouldn't say our church parking lot isn't so big that getting out of it is that much of a struggle. I think more getting the kids in the car. Oh yeah, to leave that's where the true struggle is. Yeah, uh, for real. So yeah. Or then maybe, you know, getting home and arguing about where to go, what to do for lunch or where to go for lunch. We're going home. Mommy has something in the Instapot waiting for you. You know, that's how we roll. Well, hope you enjoyed that. That's, uh, that, those are just some, some online or churches, thoughts for online church. Online church. Online church. So, yeah, man, I, I think we've, uh, We've probably exhausted the issue of uh, life, church, and COVID times COVID now. COVID times, but it's, and church, and at home, and dealing with it. Again, we'd love to hear from you guys about how you're dealing with all this stuff. Of course, yeah, we've been in sure. this boat for quite a while now, uh, but we'd love to hear from you guys. All right, now, this is the end of the show. Yeah. Where we are, and stay tuned, where we battle each other out in a challenge to see who gets to pray. That's We're right. going to fight each other. Last week... I got to pray because I was I was better at Bible trivia. Yes, you knew more Bible than yeah. me. Faster and so than we're me. gonna see today. Am I one second? Am I better than? Am I better at rock paper scissors? You know that's a true skill because there's some <laughs> psychological warfare here. Now the question I have is: Are we gonna? Just, there's always the method. Do you, it's gonna be rock one, paper, paper scissors shoot. Okay. Okay. I, I prefer the one two three shoot. Well, it doesn't matter what you rock, think. Paper, okay. scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. And you're sure we're not going to do the Japanese method? No, we're not doing the Japanese I method. I would love to teach you sometime. No, I'm... John Kenpo. Now, that, that's a whole other podcast episode. Right. Okay. For those of you listening in Japan, apparently 3% of the people listening to this podcast are listening to Japan, which pretty much means my brother. Uh, so, Patrick, well done there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll stick with the American version of Paper, that Rock, Scissors. sounds good. You ready? So, Let's it's Paper, Rock, Scissors, Shoot. No, rock, paper, scissors, rock, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors. This is why I'm confused. Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. And then is it going to be two out of three? Best best out of three. Best two out of three. Best. We're going to do three times. Okay. Eventually. We'll eventually get to do this when Daniel stops talking. And I just want to make sure this. I know the rules, man. Come what on, are the dude. rules? No. All right, so rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You're turning like an incredibly easy game into... That's the point. <laughs> you know, our podcast needs a couple more minutes. I'm uh, trying to buy a time. Come on. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> All right, All right ready? ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, okay rock. Okay. All right, so Matt wins his rock. I got the rock. Scissors. Gets his ready. All right. You know, get my wrist going here, crack some knuckles. That's how they do it in Japan. I got huh? this. All right, and they, they make a sport out of this. In fact, I'm pretty sure that's how they run the government, too. Oh, y'all. <laughs> okay. That was totally racist, Matt. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Just, I'm kidding. Okay, all right. All right, here we go. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, oh scissors man. cut the paper. Dude. <laughs> Man, the force is strong with this yes. one. Golly. He lost All right. Again. So maybe eventually I will get to pray, and you can just think Matt's the super spiritual one. It's okay. <laughs> Jesus loves him. And I, I mean, guess you've, he loves you've him done too. a lot more like sermon note dropping in this one than I have. So. This is true. I yeah. am preaching this Sunday, so I guess I got that going for me. Yeah. So. Okay. All right, Matt. Well, you get to pray. Here and I go. if you're listening to this right now and you're driving, don't close your eyes to pray with us. Keep your eyes open. But you can be in the spirit of prayer as we pray. That's right. That's so. right. Here we go. Let's do it. Father, we thank you so much for this time that we're able just to uh, get together and, and focus on you and, uh, Lord, just to be able to to laugh together, but also, Lord, to uh, listen and listen to each other and to think about life in these times. It is a crazy mm-hmm. time right now. And, uh, Lord, we know that you are on your throne. We know, God, that you are all-powerful. And, uh, Lord, you have been on your throne throughout this whole uh, ordeal. And so, Father, I pray that 
you would give us guidance and wisdom as the church uh, to know how to be the church in this time. Lord, that you would help us to know how to encourage each other. Lord, would you remind us to encourage our pastor? Lord, would you remind us to uh, give grace to each other during this time? Yes, uh, these are these are unprecedented times. None of us have a, a complete handle on how to do this. Mm. So we look to you for wisdom and we look to you for guidance. And God, we ask that you would just, uh, just continue to to show us uh, what you want from us in this time and help us to be about sharing the gospel and to be yes. uh, the church, uh, the the church to a world that desperately needs hope right now. And so, Father, again, I thank you for this time and thank you for those that are listening. Uh, I know there could be other things that they're doing, but they're here with us and we are so thankful for that and thankful for these people. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. All, all right. right. Well, thank you all for sticking around. And if you were with us while we were praying, man, we just hope that that's encouraging for you. Just keep connecting with God during this time, especially as we're sort of isolated from each other. But if you want to listen to us each week, we should have this up and going by 4 p.m. Hopefully, if Apple cooperates every Thursday, so it's ready for you for your drive home or doing dishes at night, yeah, it'll be, it'll be there waiting for you. And and again, we would love your comments. Like we'd love Bring your them. feedback. If you've got and if you've got some uh, some questions about doing church online, like some funny thoughts, uh, we'd love to hear those. And you can eat if you don't do social media. and You wanted to email us a question. Yeah. You can email me at d mcginty at fbcpville.org, and you can email matt. At Matt at fpcpville.org. Yeah, so I didn't get to have my first name as an email because there's already, there's already Daniel, Daniel on staff and he took yeah, it. You're I'm, Daniel the second. I'm Daniel the second. I will uh, take it. All right. So please email us questions or comments that you have for us. Who knows? They might get included in our podcast. Last week we did include them. But be sure to follow us on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. We're on Breaker and Pocket Cast, and we're also on Google Podcasts now. So lots of different ways for you to follow. If there's an app that you use that you'd like to see our podcast on, let us know. Like you could just like start making up names and make it sound like we're on all these we're like, different. We're on like all these different. We are on. Yeah. We are actually on like I think eight different platforms. Um, but encourage you to follow them on whichever one you listen to. And of course, you can watch this on YouTube if you're not already watching it on YouTube now or on our Facebook. Let's land. Plane is landing. Y'all have a good day. Bye bye.